if, if your father's an alcoholic, you could either become an alcoholic because of it or just never touch drinks. It depends on how things affect you. So, you know, your mother tells you not to like your father and your father's telling you certain things about your mother and those are the people mm. that you love the most. In a way, in terms of how you should treat people, how you should lead in love, how you should be someone that is... Bruce Lawn. I found this conversation really interesting in terms of, I think, the difference of Jesus in someone's life versus not having Jesus in your life. Mm. And I don't want this to come off like I'm like angry at Dame Dash or anything like that. I think he's very vulnerable in this clip and he shares something that most people aren't willing to share. And it's about breaking the cycle of the past traumas that you come with, okay? And so when we're talking about not repeating the same mistakes, not going down the same path maybe our parents went down, in my opinion, the transformative power of Jesus is what separates the Christian from the non-Christian, right? You, you could have all the awareness, you could have all the trauma engagement, all the therapy, all that kind of stuff, and still not have the change of heart, change of the fabric of who you are, which I believe is the ultimate miracle, is being born again. And that could have ramifications on your life. And so I wanted to point this out. This is from a channel called The Diary of a CEO. It's a really brilliant interview. This gentleman also had a dope interview with uh, Gary V that I thought was really refreshing. You know, your job as a parent is to make sure your children never have to go through the same problems that you went through. It's mm. to break cycles. But first, you kind of have to understand what that cycle is. So as an adult that had children, I was, you know, I ain't going to like my dad. But if I were him, I would have been in my life a little more. And you can look at it like... You know, there's this thing like, you know, if, if your father's an alcoholic, you could either become an alcoholic because of it or just never touch drinks. It, it depends on how things affect you. So if, uh, hopefully you guys have all heard this. Right. So, again, this is I, in my opinion, this is where I think the gospel is so is so impactful. You know, the way he parented and the way I knew <clears throat> and I was conscious about the way it made me feel. I knew what not to do to my children or what not to, you know, be absent or how when I should be consistent. You know, the cycle that I've wanted to break was that cycle where. You know, your mother tells you not to like your father and your father's telling you certain things about your mother and those are the people mm. that you love the most. And the mm. only thing you want as a child is for your parents to get together. That's all you want. Only thing you want as a child, he's talking about growing up in a divorced home, is for mm -hmm. your parents to get together, for your parents to be together. And listen to what he goes on to say. So, you know, it took me to have five kids to have a good relationship. You know, one that's not so traumatizing for the child. Yikes. This man said it took him five, five kids to finally have a relationship with his child that's not so traumatizing for the child. So here's someone that, and I'm not sure how much you guys know of his history. I mean, this man was on top of the world, Rockefeller Records. I think he was engaged to Aaliyah at one point before she tragically died in a plane crash. Like, this dude was riding high. R. Kelly's Aaliyah? Yeah, wow. this is post-R. Kelly. Okay. Is responsible for discovering Kanye. Is responsible for discovering Jay-Z. Responsible, right? Just, just a complete... That's crazy. Tons of money made. And yet he's saying, as a man, he wasn't able to get to the place of being able to have the thing that we all, the kids ultimately all want of their parents, is to be in a loving relationship with each other. A functional relationship. When I talked about that word functional, before you go to flourishing, you want to go from dysfunctional to functional. Mm. Before you jump to flourishing and you want to you wanna be successful and do all these things, make sure you're first functional. Because if you're dysfunctional to flourishing, what good is it to gain the world and lose your soul? That's what he said. Took me five to, to be 50 to get there. But mm. each one of those children, the other four children, I knew that I was like, damn, I, I, you know, even though I've been able to make it where they've never had to sell drugs and they've had the best educations and lived that 1% of life, 
but I, I wasn't able to break that cycle. The thing that hurt me the most was the separation of my parents and the beef. I wasn't able to break that cycle. So, you know, I, I wasn't going to stop till I did. It was almost like with every child, I became a better parent. But knowing that the breakup of my mother and father affected my mother for the rest of her life, which affected me, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to ever do that to my, to my children. And then also being a visiting dad is whack. Being a visiting dad is whack. Is whack. Amen. Hey, you want to see something crazy? 67% of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. Do me a quick favor. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date on all the videos here on the Bless God Studios channel. Love Jesus so that you don't have to keep having kids so that you can become a better father. Like, you know, love Jesus so you can you can have kids for the kids' sake and not so like, let me try again. <laughs> He's like, let me, try, I was, let me try another one. He said, I wasn't going to stop until I got it right. But there's like, Ugh. But if you don't have a specific guardrail, yeah, like the scriptures, like a man is to love his wife the way Christ loved the church, a woman is supposed to submit to her husband the way Christ, the, the church submits to Christ. If you don't have no pathway and no guardrails of how to navigate life, then experience becomes your teacher. Yeah. Yes. Natural law. Natural law. Like, you just like, keep trying over and over until yeah. you figure it out. <laughs> Instead of saying, well, wait a minute. I don't want to be like my parents. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like the forty percent of couples that are divorced. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like them. Oh, you mean to tell me there's these ancient truths that have been right all along and are the bedrock of civilization and how we've done relationship and 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 marriage? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this this beautiful complementarian picture. And so it's so fascinating to hear someone so soberly break this down. So he says, without a bias. Too. He said, being what he say, being a uh, being being a visiting father is whack. Being a visiting father is whack. You want to wake up with your child. You want to watch your child grow and evolve. You know, buying and and and, and providing physical things. A kid doesn't even care about that. That's not currency mm. to a kid. They don't even know about money until you tell them about it. Mm. All they care about is your time, and that's the most valuable thing is you know the love that you can give your child. That's why I'm so, going on unemployment. <laughs> I give my kid all the time in the world, man. Well, at some point, you might think, okay, I'll sacrifice time with my child because I got to make money to support him. But the kid don't care about that. You know, the kid just wants you to be there to support him. Sheesh, man. How many hours? I, I appreciate that honesty with him. Yeah. There's a whole lot he said there that he did not have to say there that I think men really need to hear. Oh, yeah. Being a visiting dad is whack. Mm -hmm. He took him five tries to finally get stable and to be in, present in his kids' lives. That's heartbreaking. You know, that kids don't value money and this and that. They actually just want you to be there. Yeah. You know? And so when we when we think about all of these different things, and these are, liter these are literally the things that are plaguing our society, is fathers not being present in the home. Mm -hmm. Fathers not being engaged with their kids. Fathers not being active. And the truth is, if... You are born again. You have new desires, new new heart, new trajectory, new worldview, no new new paradigm. Yeah, and you have guardrails in a way in terms of how you should treat people, how you should lead in love, how you should be someone that is not just consumed with yourself, and that that ultimately positions you to break that cycle. And even though there was a desire for him to break that cycle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He was st he still didn't have the capacity and the tools to do it, which is which sucks. How many hours? Do you have, does a father, should a father be present? Like, I wonder if there's a study on this. For a father to be present each day, f for there to be like, a, like no more diminishing returns. Like, because obviously there's a lot of value in working, providing for your family. Like that's, that should be top priority. Mm -hmm. 
But also to his point, you don't want to overwork to the point where you're not there. Yep. So I wonder if there's a study that shows like if you're home and, and active and present for a few hours, like is it two, is it three, is it one hour? Is yeah. it? There's, there's a, so, so many more questions than answers to that, right? Yeah. Are we talking proximity or are we talking quality time? If yeah. your dad travels all the time, but you get serious one-on-one time with him, even on FaceTime, and then he's home Saturday and Sunday, versus a dad that comes home, turns on the TV, you know, does the Al Bundy, does this thing, <laughs> and drinks his beer. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? sits in the recliner and is like, watch TV with recline, me. Right? Like, you don't know. Well, I don't know that, you know? I think some basic anchors is have a meal together every day. I think that I think there's a question of quality. There's a question of proximity. There's a question of there's so many different variables: engagement and trust. And do you feel comfortable telling your dad? That, like, there's so many different variables that yeah. go into it. I don't know. I think you, I, I'm trying to do all the above. Yeah, I'm trying to do all the above. I'm trying to have deep, meaningful conversations. I'm trying to be physically present, and I'm trying to make sure that my me and my kids are having meals together. You know, at least once a day, yeah, we're, yeah. we're hanging out. You know, I also think that there are times where they're going to be busy seasons. They're going to be transitional seasons. They're going to be seasons where you're trying to figure out your career. You mm-hmm. might need to take a step back to go step two steps forward as a man, right? Um, and I also think God God can God can create grace for that as well. You know, so I don't I don't want to leave that out. Like God can make room for that. But I'm more speaking to the men who are preemptively thinking these thoughts. Start thinking about the type of woman you want to recreate with. Start thinking about the type of life you want to have. Start thinking yeah. about the type of career you're going to have. Start thinking about, right? All of these things, you should be thinking about these things and considering these things before you are already in the situation. Then you're in a situation and you're like, well, I got, I, you know, I was just planning on working on Home Depot my whole life. But you're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you're going to have to figure something out. And it's it's all interconnected like it's all it's all interconnected your finances your 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 marriage like it's 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 not compartmentalized men like that we like to think of that stuff as compartmentalized you know what i mean and it's it's just not like that like everything touches everything else i'm all like what's the what's the math for hours per day yeah. you're like just <laughs> yeah love jesus love the kids man <laughs> yeah I, and i do think it it is that like i do think but 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 not just love jesus like love your wife yeah, yeah. Love cool. your wife. Like, love your wife even when it's hard. Love your wife and be down. patient. You know, uh, trickle like, down spirituality. What? <laughs> like, trickle down economics. Trickle down spirituality. Trickle, trickle down spirituality. Love you Jesus know? and let all the other stuff that he talks about fall yeah. into line. Yeah. Hey, this clip is from our daily after party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us conceptualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. The perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.